the whole point is for individuals to be given more control and more agency over what they do with their money. And I think low-income individuals can benefit just as much from having more control over their own paycheck mm-hmm. than a high-income earner can. Podcast on 13th and Lincoln, talking about things on 23rd and Lincoln. I'm your host, Curtis Sheldon, joined with Ryan and Lindsay, as always. Ryan, good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, this uh, episode is going to be kind of about, we got a special session coming up. Yeah, it'll be a little our, shorter episode, probably. Yeah, we thought our last one was going to be the kind of the wrap up for legislative session. It turns out not so much. No, not really. Yeah, we've got a. It never really ends. That's but true. This time it's especially not ending. Yeah, so I believe next, this is going to come out. On Friday, June 9th, I think. June 10th, maybe. I'll be doing a batch party. I don't really care. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Your own? My own, yeah. Nice. My own batch party. You're going somewhere? Fun. KC. Oh, cool. Yeah, you going to catch a game? No. We thought about it, but no one else really cares about baseball oh. besides me. And I know it's about me, but I'd rather not spend three and a half hours boring everybody else. So yeah, some golf, some pickleball, so, some barbecue. Oh, I love pickleball. Super fun. We're playing, aren't we? Yes, we are. I can't believe... I, I was thinking about this after I saw the email. So we're, we have a staff meeting uh, next Monday. We're going to lunch, do some pickleball after. Who's going to play? I don't know, but I'm playing. Same. I'm bringing my tennies. I have, a, I, I have a paddle. Or do you really? Whatever you call. I don't know. I'll have to rent one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have my own. Dude, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, me and Mariah started playing quite a bit because there was a... Her old apartment had a uh, a free, like, what? Edmund pickleball. They, they turned essentially a tennis center into, like, a pickleball place. Oh, that's sick. Um, and you could just show up and play. So we are playing, like, all the time. And she's super good because she played college tennis. Oh. Yeah, I've never beaten her. When we play singles, <laughs> I've literally never won. I'm getting super frustrated about it, but... Yeah, well, it's like its own kind of it's like its own kind of game. Um, yeah. You know, I played a little tennis in high school. I'm not very good, but uh, I basically played because the coach didn't have enough players and mm-hmm. approached me in the hallway and was like, "Hey, you want to play tennis?" And I was like, "Yeah, that'd be fun." And get out of school. It's like the last, yeah. it's the last semester of senior year, so it's like I'm going to get out of school right. a couple times and go to tournaments and stuff. Um, and a couple years ago, I was playing uh, against someone who I perceive, and, and I'm not terribly athletic, right? But like I perceived this this other person her to be much less athletic than me but she played pickleball frequently Mm. and she smoked me yeah not smoked but she but she beat me comfortably yeah yeah it's it is very like you really can't like kind of overpower people like this power people in pickleball right this like the score was close but she i was keeping it close with a lot of effort and she was beating me with what appeared to me to be a lot less effort (laughs) yeah that's the only way that i've ever scored against mariah is like i can run around Uh all day um and she doesn't like to move as much anymore, uh-huh. so I can get her to move a little bit. But she just like knows what she's doing enough to like not have to move, right? And then eventually I'll just screw up. So okay, okay, super frustrating. But yeah, well that'll be fun. You know the funny thing about baseball though too, like going to a baseball game. I like detest baseball. Although I will say, this might be a sore subject for you. I don't know. I am super stoked about OU being super regional. That's uh, exciting. Yeah. I'm I'm a little not bitter, a little sad. Yeah, would have been fun to see Bedlam happen. You mean in the World Series yeah. in Omaha? Yeah, that would have been neat. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, I'm uh, I'm I'm, ha- I'm ha- like, you know, as an OU fan, I'm, I'm really happy that like you know, and I'm kind of keeping up with baseball really mm-hmm. for, with OU baseball for the first time in, in years. Um, 
But like, I don't really like baseball at all. But I do love going to the ballpark and eating a dog, having a couple beers, maybe getting like a pretzel or something. Yeah, that's, that's it, it's fun. such I, a different experience. I, I and when you're with friends, it's better too. Yeah, right? I totally understand people not really like watching it on TV. No, it's no, so long. It's the worst. And it, it's kind of just like watching ads over and over again because all the pitching changes, which they, they're they're trying to fix it. They're not going to, but I get it. And going to the game, you can just hang out. It's like kind of a cookout that you pay for yeah. a little bit. Well, and if the weather's nice, it, especially like if you go into a, like a fun ballpark. So in the last couple of years, I mean, really we're going back at like 10 years. Um, I went to the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati, which was Place a really, really nice. cool ballpark. Um, and that was in... You know, Cincinnati in July, so the weather's not terrible. Um, so, you know, nice weather. A couple years ago, I caught a game in Chicago. Weather was great. Um, caught another game that same year in Arlington, which, you know, is indoor. Yeah. So, was it you know, new stadium? not crazy hot, yeah. I've heard that's really, really incredible. And, um, you know, so if it's not crazy hot, you're not, like, sitting in the sun just baking and the weather's kind of nice. Like it's just very Americana. It really is. I think everybody should at least experience it once if you haven't. I imagine most people have been to at least a game. I and say I, that, but. And, and for that matter, I like one of the Red Hawks games. I mean, like, Dodgers and, now. And, well, that's right. <laughs> so old. <laughs> the eighty niners. <laughs> I've been to a Red Sox Red Hawks game. Um, well, yeah. The uh, the uh, what are they? The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Yeah. It's just the Dodgers affiliates are all the Dodgers. Oh really? Yeah. It's pretty oh, lame. I keep up with this stuff. Obviously, I haven't been in a while. Um, but you know, like obviously, you know, as much as I don't care about baseball, I care even less about minor league baseball. <laughs> but it's fun to just go out and enjoy the weather, and enjoy yeah. the two dollar beers on the, I think Thursdays or Tuesdays right. now. It, it was Thursdays, and they were losing too much money. So they made uh, it more of a, a kind of a normal weekday. I see. Okay. Yeah, it was Thirsty Thursday. I think is what they called it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can just you know go and enjoy the great outdoors. I mean, it's not like the great outdoors, but like fresh air. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you know be outside, I mean? not in front of a screen. Exactly, and especially if you got some friends to go with, and you know, just kind of yeah. chatting it up and enjoying it's a little, little slice of American history. Absolutely. All right, so let's talk about special yeah, sessions. So the the reason this was called primarily was for I think two two main reasons. One, Stitt um, essentially rejected the legislature's attempt at inflation relief. Their idea was to send seventy five dollar check to everybody. Um, that seventy five dollars was taxed at the federal level, so in totality i think it would have been close to 60 bucks per person which isn't a lot it's well-intentioned it would have done a whole lot as far as yeah anytime they want to give you your money back it's not a bad not a bad deal. right exactly um and then the other thing was arpa so the american rescue plan funds essentially um they were trying to decide what to do with that so those are the two kind of main focuses i believe of the session i don't know was anything else that you are aware of um uh, I don't think so, but it, but it was sort of like, it's not just the $75 checks, right? It was like the governor has his alternate plan. Right, and his idea is a broad income tax cut. Right. I can't remember the exact amount. Like, I think it's, it's similar like a to last year. Yeah, right? I think it was the same as what last year's was, where they took it from 5 to 4.75. He wants to take it down another quarter percent to 4.5, which... I mean, I'm sure anybody listening has heard me talk about it enough. I would much rather that than just a check to everybody. I think an income tax cut, one, it's permanent. It's not a one-year thing. So you're going to see a lot more long-term growth from that. 
number two, which a $60 check, let's be honest, is paying for maybe a full tank of gas right now, and that's about it. It's not mm-hmm. really going to – obviously, no one's going to say no to $60. But if you're trying to do something substantial, the best way to do that is through – a broad economic and because it's taxable you're sending that money to the federal government exactly gonna waste it right exactly so there's the, I, I certainly agree with him that there's better ways to go about it and i i would agree with him that an income tax cut would be probably the smartest way to do it right and that's half of it he also wants to eliminate the grocery tax right which i i've heard varying opinions on this mm-hmm. i don't really i don't necessarily have a problem with it it I don't think it's going to be as benefit. It's going to help people. Obviously, it's going to make groceries cheaper. I think the biggest area where I've heard disagreement is about that it, it primarily helps low-income individuals. And a lot of the research that I've seen is that's not quite the case. Just because, like most things, if you have more money, you spend more money. So in the long run, you're going to be benefiting higher-income earners a little bit more. Which I don't. Again, I, I don't think well, tax think policy should be about. I think they think about it in terms of. Right, like your purchasing power or the percentage of your, your income budget, spent right. on groceries. So the lower income you are, I suspect, the higher that's your, true. That's your true. Percentage of your income you're spending is more money on groceries than yeah, which is correct. Um, now, when we're t- when you're then talking about taxes on groceries, I think we we start to get pretty marginal. But you know, right. So so you're saying that the research su- doesn't necessarily suggest that. That the uh, grocery tax is super aggressive? Not necessarily. Not in the same way that um, you know other taxes might be, like property tax. Or not, excuse me, not property tax. Property tax is a progressive tax um, in a way. But yeah, it, it doesn't seem to have as much of a, a benefit as far as you know being a regressive tax. It doesn't seem to have as much of a Regressive nature, as some may lead to believe. I, again, this is not so much the stuff that I've looked into personally. It's more research that I've read that's suggested that. Um, it's been studied so much, though, that you can kind of pick and choose. So, are you saying you're, are you saying you're pretty much agnostic on the uh, grocery tax? I think issue? so. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I think so. If there's worse ways to go about tax reform than eliminating grocery tax, yeah. Well, um, and if you're gonna do it, I think you need to pair it with more things. I don't think doing it by itself would be super beneficial because the whole point of tax reform right is to create a more pro-growth tax structure it's not just to give people money back right it's to in my opinion at least the the goal should be right is to how can we change the system to make oklahoma's economy work better Mm -hmm. and i think the best way to do that is through broad reforms and the sales tax on groceries would affect everybody but it's just including large purchasers of groceries right but it's still limited in the sense that it's just on groceries right it's just kind of one sector of the economy whereas an income tax or even like a broad sales tax cut would be affecting the entire scope of oklahoma's economy right which is just going to give you more bang for your buck okay Um, but i i understand the the idea of trying to keep it narrow because there's so much economic uncertainty um which for being honest like probably going to have a retraction here in the next you know, two to five years. Which again, like everybody's so, predicting everything right now. But. Right. Let me let me throw this curveball at you because we didn't talk about this beforehand. If, if we don't like your answer, we can cut it out. I guess. But um, what say you to the idea that the, the that um, and maybe this is the way it's designed, and it, this kind of goes back to what you're talking about about not just giving people their money back, but getting them 
sort of reshaping the economy. What say you to uh, the idea that the the tax cut is um, sort of aggressive in the sense that like the uh, the effect of somebody making you know thirty forty thousand dollars is vastly different than the money that somebody else will save you know on their tax bill who makes right. say two hundred thousand dollars yeah I mean I think there's no there's no getting around the fact that if you make more money, you're going to have a bigger benefit from an income tax cut. I think that's true. But I think that misses the point of why we push tax reform, specifically income tax reform. The goal isn't to, and I think this gets talked about a lot in just conservative circles in general, where it's yeah. a lot of the time it's, it's pro-business. It's all about getting companies to move here, big businesses to move here. And really what we're trying to get at is is very individual where yes it's helpful when big businesses move into the state it creates a lot of jobs but it's those jobs that are the important part right it's it's giving people more opportunity to to use skills that they've learned for things and to learn new skills while they're at the job it provides an upward mobility I'm not talking about trickle down economics here because everybody's going to have more money in their pockets from an income tax cut but the whole point is for individuals to be given more control and more agency over what they do with their money. And I think low-income individuals can benefit just as much from having more control over their own paycheck mm-hmm. than a high-income earner can. They might have more dollar amounts, sure, but the the empowerment you're going to have overall, I think, is just as strong. Sure. Okay, so because... It seems to me that even you know conservative policymakers or, or lawmakers get caught up in this trap of talking about it the way I just pose it to you, right? About like giving you your money back, and it's like, well, yeah, that's fine, and I'm, you know, never going to complain about the government giving you your money back. But that's not really what like when, when OCPA is talking about tax reform, we're not talking about giving you some of your money back. We're talking about like fundamentally changing uh, the uh, like the the incentives and, and the way things are structured so that you have more autonomy over how your money is spent rather than giving you know you know even small amounts admittedly to somebody else right. to spend it the way they see right. it. Right. Like we, I don't see it as a business comes in, there's a new job available, and now you get to work, and now because of that you're making more money. As if like you making more money is the end goal of your happiness it's about the the people want purpose and it feels good to know that you can give somebody somebody values whatever it is that you can offer whether that's through a job like a traditional job where you're getting a paycheck or that's through community service whatever it is and income tax reform or, comp- or sales right i mean like you, right. you you know if you sell widgets you know and a you know, X company moves in that needs your widgets, right? Like you just expanded your sales base too. Exactly. Potential sales space at least. Right. And an expanding economy accomplishes a lot of that because it's expanding. It's giving more people more opportunities to, to show that they can provide something of value to somebody else, which is the whole point of this. Isn't it? Isn't, tax reform is never just about how can we make people wealthier. It's right. about why they're getting wealthier they're providing a service they're providing value and that alone provides so much worth to people um particularly low-income people um 
But that's the whole point of income tax reform, right? It's it's trying to empower people, like you said, give them more more control, more autonomy over what it is that they're doing with their lives. Okay. So the legislature will have before them next week, early next week, a decision. They can try to override the governor's veto to give $75 checks to everybody, which we will have to pay federal income tax on, meaning you know a good chunk of that's just going to go right out the door to the federal government who's going to blow it on you know, whatever. Uh, or they could provide um, an additional tax decrease to the income tax, another quarter of a percent, and eliminate the grocery tax. Or they could do one or bo- one or one or the other, right? right. Um, I suspect they'll probably do both. I would uh, think so if, if they're going to go that route, because. Uh, even though you know, not everybody listens to our podcast. Not everybody knows what tax reform is all about. And so, you know, like me, I was asking, I was asking that question of legitimate curiosity. Um, I think the perception will be like that the tax cut will primarily benefit wealthy people, and that eliminating the grocery tax will primarily benefit uh, poor uh, people. You know, lower income right. folks. So by doing both, they'll they'll be able to signal, I think, probably to everybody, but. Yeah, that, that's my thought on sort of the politics. That would probably be yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's probably the more prudent political move is doing both because it is it's messaging wise. People associate the sales tax with low income people. Okay. It's, it's just easier to play. Anything? Do, do you know anything about the ARPA stuff? I've not. This is not something I followed. I don't know if you had something you wanted to talk a little about. Little bit. About ARPA. Um, I can just read off. We can talk about it a little bit. The so there's a there was a joint committee that released. They essentially sent six ideas to the legislature that they're going to talk about during special session. Those six ideas, most of it is healthcare related. So, okay. first, is rural broadband one of them? It is. It's the smallest one, I think, though. Oh, I really? Could be the second. Um, okay. The first one is fifteen million dollars to Northeastern State for their optometry school. Um, essentially, trying to finish that. Okay. The second would be eight point eight million to address the nursing work shortage um, through the career tech system. So I assume it's more training. Then there's $250,000 for, again, nursing. It's a workforce training commission. And it looks like it's for like the administration of that, whatever that entails. Then we have a behavioral health center. It's This is the biggest one. It's almost $40 million to complete the Oklahoma Children's uh, Hospital for Behavioral Health. Then we have broadband. And that's half a million dollars for rural broadband. Rural half, broadband. half a million? Half a million. That's all? That's it. That's all it takes to build out rural broadband in Oklahoma? I suppose. I don't even, I don't think that it's for the actual project. It sounds like it's for the administrative support of okay. the office. Yeah, that also seems like a small amount of projects. So, I mean, I'm, my right. guessing is that's, that's that like a, a drop in the bucket of the federal money we have to spend. Right. And the, excuse me, I also missed one last one. There's a nonprofit portion where just eligible nonprofits. Um, can apply to get money and there's $25 million worth of grants for that. Oh, okay. So could have been worse. Well, I yours, think. yours surely could use a little bit of that. Right. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if we qualify. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. They probably write us out. I would assume so. Um, but a lot of that <laughs> sounds like one time funding for the most, I mean. Yes, it cool. does. And that's what you know, I've been talking about this whole time, right? It's right. like making sure that we don't, unnecessarily grow government now obviously you know you build a hospital you're going to fund you're you're going to fund the operations of it right going forward yeah but it sounds like a lot of that was already happening and this is just it sounds like it like most of it was 
funding okay. to finish something that was already happening. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with any of this. There might be maybe more money to broadband could be helpful to actually accomplish some of these projects. But yeah, I don't think there's a lot to, to pick, pick apart there. Okay, all right, cool. Um, but there's another thing that could happen, right? I mean, they could just go in there. Now, my understanding is, that, and I should, I should know this, the governor wants them to do this, right? Yeah. The governor's asked for it. I believe so. I think that's right, but I'm not sure. Well, no, it wasn't, correct me, now we're here, I, just talking about our ass a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> uh, the governor was just taking this money and kind of throwing it out, and the legislature said, we're going to stop you from doing that, and we're now going to be taking over the allocation of these funds, which is kind of what yeah, created yeah. some of the spat about the vetoing. Yeah, I was more or less just about the special session itself. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, there's a chance, though, it sounds like, uh, that they may just sort of gavel in and gavel out, be in and out. I mean, they've got to have a quorum. A lot of people are out there campaigning right now with a you know with a an election pending at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know it's it's kind of a critical time if you're if you got a race. Um, so you know, I mean, some of them just may not show up. Right. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's there's true. no telling. Yeah, they may not delay any funding at all and just gap on gavel out and deal with it next session or maybe throughout the summer they'll have some sort of committee that's going to do something yeah well wild times uh wild times ahead in the next week or so and you know i'm sure you'll be writing about it ray card will be writing about it we'll be keeping the people informed about what's going on over the capital for sure anything else we want to know i don't think so any tips for voucher party etiquette uh, not that I can say on the podcast. Fair enough. All right. On that note, hope you all have a great day. Tip your waitress.